You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to the Hope Israel Baptist Broadcast. I'm so happy you're listening today. You could be busy doing something else, but you chose to listen to the Hope Israel Baptist Broadcast. I'm indebted to you, appreciate you listening. I hope that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. I hope that you can get something from it today on this Tuesday. Now, we're going to spend some time looking at what happens to the enemies of Israel. That's right, the enemies of Israel. What happens to them? What happens to anybody that goes against the Jewish people? I tend to think that people don't understand the severity of their behavior when they bring out terrible anti-Semitic attacks against God's chosen people. They have no idea what they're getting into. They have no comprehension, no understanding that they're messing around with the wife of Jehovah. I'm telling you right now, they're playing with fire. They're playing with more than fire. They're playing with the wrath of Almighty God. And history tells us, especially in Bible history, tells us what happens when diabolical means are given against the nation of Israel. Now, remember back in the Bible days when the Jewish people were in slavery there in Egypt, Always remember that great true story about how the midwives obeyed God rather than man. In Exodus one twenty two, Pharaoh had charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. So he was out to destroy the heritage of the Jewish people. He was fearful that they would take over Egypt. They had grown to so many multitudes. And so his answer to this problem was extermination, liquidation of the firstborn sons. And that seems to be a lot of what happens against the Jewish people in the hands of the devil's messengers. They tend to drive themselves against the Jews with what is called infanticide, and they they want to liquidate the Jewish people. Somehow they believe they can totally destroy them, but the more they're destroyed, the more they grow. And uh, even today, I mean, among uh, Bible-believing Christians, the more we're persecuted, the more we grow. That's the phenomena in it, but that's God. So at any rate, what do we have? We have that uh, God plagues them with 10 major plagues. Each one of those plagues represented an attack a judgment against one of the gods, false gods, that is, against uh, the, the gods of the Egyptians. Would you believe that, the, the people, uh, that people can get so depraved that they can start worshiping frogs and lice and, and uh, well, and all kinds of things. They, they just get so debased in their minds thinking that these things, these animals, the stars, somehow are real gods. 
we know that this breaks one of the Ten Commandments. We're not supposed to make any images of God's creation. But the fact of the matter is, one of the main gods that they made into were their very firstborn sons, the Egyptians. And they celebrated that. And you read the true story, the true account there in Exodus chapter 12. Now, I'm not going to read it. You can read it for yourself. But what ultimately happens is that the firstborn son, even to the household of Pharaoh himself, was killed as a direct result of Pharaoh killing the firstborn Hebrew boys. And that's why I tell you that if you start to curse, hurt, or violate the freedoms and the well-being of the Jewish people, you are going to get in big, big trouble. You know what the scripture says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And there's never been a time in history whenever a people, a nation, or individuals have gone against God's chosen people where God himself has not dealt severely with them. And that is why the Bible says very clearly, I will curse them that curses thee. The fact of the matter is, it's not just an any old kind of curse. No, it's a curse in like fashion. Now, you remember when Nebuchadnezzar, uh, back there in Daniel chapter 3, he was infuriated with the fact that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not willing to bow down before his image. You remember what the Bible says? They answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was so changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they... Notice what uh, Nebuchadnezzar did. He was so angry against these three Jewish men that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So this is what I'm trying to say, is as they were going to curse the three Hebrew men, the very ones themselves burned into the fire. And so that is why I say, do not harm God's chosen people. Do not curse them. Do not go against them because you will have to fight against God himself. And so it goes on to say here that the princes and the governors and the captains and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power. See, the fire didn't hurt the three godly men, nor was a hair of their head singed. Neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. He said, therefore, I make a decree that every people, 
nation, and language. And would to God they would follow uh, this decree now. As far as the Bible's concerned, that decree is still valid today, and that which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So Nebuchadnezzar realized who he was dealing with. Do you realize who you're dealing with? Those who hate Israel, those who hate the Jewish people? Do you realize who you're up against? You must beware. And Darius himself understood that dealing wrongfully against God's chosen people is not going to be very good. Back there in Daniel chapter 6, then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. So you know the story. God had given Daniel so much faith. He said, my God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths that they have not hurt me. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no matter of hurt was found upon him, because he believed in his God, and the king commanded, and they brought those men which had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had the mastery of them, and break all their bones in pieces, or ever they came at the bottom of the den. So you see, as they tried to curse Daniel the prophet by putting him in the den of lions so that the lions could ravage his body and tear it apart, the very ones that falsely accused the prophet Daniel, they themselves and their family were all cast into the den of lions, and they were destroyed. I bring to your remembrance another great enemy of Israel and the Jewish people. Remember in the book of Esther, how Haman, that wicked one, a prototype of an antichrist for sure, who hated the Jewish people and hated Mordechai, he had erected a gallows 50 cubits high so that he can hang Mordechai on it. The 50 cubits high is about 75 feet tall. So guess what happened to the enemy of Israel who sought to destroy the people, the Jews? He was ultimately hung on his own gallows. And not only was he hung on his own gallows, but 10 of his sons were hung on gallows. Well, that's all we have for today. But tomorrow, the good Lord willing, will continue on Wednesday. May God richly bless you. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English New Covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord 
Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now, if you're writing to let us know you're listening, or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word. Covenant and show.